and welcome to Connected, episode 373. It's made possible this week by our sponsors, StoryWorth, Hover, and Smile. My name is Stephen Hackett, and I'm joined by Mr. Mike Hurley. Hello. Hello. You still sound sick, but I'm happy you're here. Yeah, I'm getting there, slowly but surely. The first cold you have after not having one for two years because you haven't seen anybody, Uh it's a real bummer. Your body forgot what it was like. Yeah, I had one a little while ago. I think Federico's just starting to get one. Yep. And now Steven, Steven's stuck in the middle there. That's right. Just like normal. We're also uh, joined, of course, by Mr. Federico Vitici. Hello. I am Mr. And I am Federico. So, yeah, that's me. Hi. Hello, Mr. Hi, Mr. How are you, Steven? Good. Uh, glad to be back with you all. I missed recording with you last week, but thank you for giving me the week off because no one needed to hear how I sounded on Wednesday last week. Mm, well, I'm glad you're back. We have a bunch of stuff this week. We have a special guest joining us in a little while to talk about Apple headphones, Apple earbuds. Uh, but first, we're going to do some follow-up. So a couple of people contacted uh, me uh, after last week's episode, including Mike Dent, to suggest that uh, I should probably calm my excitement over the possibility of Apple-made tools for their repair program uh, because Apple do not currently supply their own made tools to this. Like, um, well, one, they don't have them in Apple stores, and two, uh, they don't supply them as part of the authorized repair program thing. They just use like third-party companies' tools that they source and f- figure are good. So who knows? Maybe they will, for the for this self-service program, create their own, but it's most likely you'll get like a wear a screwdriver or something. Oh, that's... Uh... That's too bad. It's pretty sad, That's, right? It's very, very sad. Why they should they should make their own tools? I, oh, I don't know. I mean, the tools that they use now, I think, are different. But the the brand they used when I was there a hundred years ago was uh, Weha W I. That's what I meant to say. I said where that I put an R in it instead of a H. Weha was what I meant to say. Yeah, and I have I still have a bunch of those tools, and they were really nice. So, yeah, I have some of the screwdrivers, and I think they're fantastic. But I still would like to just yeah, they're they're free they're, they're free spinning, which is nice. Yeah, I would just like to see what Apple would do. That was the whole thing. I just wanted to see what they would do. It would be like a single piece of aluminum, and the screw tip is like carved into it. So when you break the tip off, you have to get a new screwdriver. And then we have like right to repair about tools. You know, it's like one mm-hmm. layer down. Mm-hmm. And you got to get tools to fix your tools. Mm-hmm. It's just tools all the way down just tools and tools and tools yo dog hey iMessage reactions are really annoying if you're um in a mixed message environment for Mm -hmm. instance i have a certain family thread it's all iphone users except one brother-in-law one who uses android and so when a bunch of the iMessage people like like a message love to message it all just shows up as text and it's super annoying wait you get them as text yeah Oh, well, this, what I've put in the show notes is not going to help you. This is going to fix it on the Android end. On the Android side. Google's done something pretty smart where they are using something in the RCS protocol to interpret those messages and attach them as emoji reactions to messages from iPhone users. No, do it the other way around. Well, Google can't do it the other way around. Apple need to fix it. Why does that happen? I don't understand why don't Apple, know. as the creator and sender of these messages, can't just give they them to want, you as... 
they want to use us as iPhone customers to bully Android users into switching. I don't think it works that way. I mean, if that is the case... They want us to leave our Android family behind and just be friends with Apple people. That's what they want. I don't have any of these. Federico, do you have any group message threads with uh, with Android users? I guess yours are all on WhatsApp, right? Like, that's the point. They are on WhatsApp. Those people, yeah. they are on WhatsApp, yeah. What app? What, yeah. WhatsApp. What app? What did yes. you think of the show title last week, Stephen? Did you like it? What was the show title last week? WhatsApp ba- uh, something, something. Oh, yes. it was. That was very good. Okay. We thought you weren't going to like it, which was one of the reasons that we picked it. No, it's funny. Anytime you have a string of numbers in an episode title, it's good. Not as good as the one that was just numbers. Mm-hmm. That was the dice rolling one. Yes. Episode 366. With all the ads at the end. Yeah. We never came back to that format, huh? You never brought that format back? I was thinking, not, not yet. yet. All right. Okay. I'm we'll going to spring it on you one day again. Yeah, I guess so. Federico, I have some good news. Oh, yeah? Spotify has added a lyrics view. Well, finally. Okay. Yeah. Um, this was teased months ago. It's Spotify is kind of weird with these features. They they roll it out in select markets and they say this is coming soon, and soon means like next year. They ha- now have real time lyrics, sort of matching what Apple does with Apple Music. But there's a twist here. They teamed up with Music Match, um, which is an Italian company that is uh, it's been around forever. It's been a, been around for over a decade at this point, I believe. Um, they do real time lyrics, and now they power the real time lyrics in Spotify on all platforms, including on mobile, um, you know, on iOS and iPadOS, Android. Uh, they now have real time lyrics everywhere. Music Match used to be a partner for real-time lyrics on desktop, in Spotify for desktop years ago. And then something happened, and now they seem to be friends again. So I'm glad that Spotify and Music Smash repaired their relationship now. Um, This is fun and all, but it seems that Apple is still doing real-time lyrics differently. Uh, From an interview from a few years ago when Apple rolled out this feature, I believe it was in iOS 12 or 13 maybe, Apple said they had a, a, an internal team doing the real-time lyrics. So it appears that Apple is doing real-time lyrics in-house. Uh, I would assume based on lyrics provided by music labels. They do the, they do the adjustments for real-time display manually, internally. There's a team that does that. I believe Apple said as much in an interview. Uh, a few years ago. Uh, Spotify instead, and Tidal, I believe Tidal uh, also uh, uses Music Smash as a partner. Uh, they have a, a third-party uh, service effectively powering this database of real-time lyrics. I don't understand why this is a thing that humans need to be involved in. Um, this feels like if you have the audio and you have the lyrics, like surely the technology exists to match that up. There are some touches that I really like in Apple Music. Like, for example, they some, a lot of times you can find lyrics for live versions of songs mm-hmm. that are slightly different from, from the album version. And also they, do, they tend, at least, to do a really good job at separating, like, the... Um, for example, the main vocals and the back, the backing vocals, yep. uh, which are in parentheses. Yep. And that's obviously something that a human needs to do. You know, I mean, probably there's a computer program somewhere that can detect, you know, the main vocals and the backing vocals. But it feels like the sort of thing that is um, 
better done with the human touch. My hope uh, is that what's happening is they're using some kind of machine learning to do it for everything. And then for the most popular stuff, they have people going in and, and doing what you've and, said. And the, same, because and the like, same machine learning model is used to detect when you're uh, talking to the HomePod and when yeah. someone else in the background is talking to the HomePod. I have a real problem at the moment, which is I don't even want to say it out loud. But sometimes I say to my wife, hey, cutie doesn't work oh man every every single product in my entire life just lights really? up at that moment yeah it's really bad it's driving me mad and because i am in these situations where then i'm terrified to say anything else right because like i got my my airpods in and it's like uh-huh and like oh no what have i just done i hate it so much and uh, anyway going back to the matter at hand i thought you might like like this federico in the uh, Spotify newsroom post, uh, Maneskin is is featured in the in the uh, little gif at the top. Nice. I so I'm really, seen that. really like linking that Italian connection together of music sure. match and of the course. greatest rock band in Italian history. I don't see this gif. Where's the gif? It's at the very top of the page hmm. on the newsroom post. It just starts animating, and they're just there for just a second. And, like, oh, the I see them. Artists, okay. See? okay, you got to let it like move them. through its whole yeah. its whole little thing. There. Nice. Nice. They're okay. un unmistakable. You gonna move back to Spotify now? Oh no, no. They still don't have um, lossless playback. They still don't have that. They announced that before Apple. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. Spotify Hi-Fi, uh, I believe, was the name of it. No, I'm not gonna move back. I'm not interested. And also, like I, I've been slowly building back up my collection of Apple Music-based shortcuts. Um, I'm. I'm I, I'm working on a major update for MusicBot for 2022. And uh, that's that's the kind of thing that I will never be able to do with Spotify anyway. So it feels like uh, I did the right thing in trying Spotify for, for six months, really, for almost seven months to really get a good understanding of, of why it's better than Apple Music in some respects. But for the kind of work that I do and for the kind of music playback that I like to have, like the kind of options that I like to have, I think I'm better served by Apple Music, even if I do miss some of the discovery from Spotify. Yeah, but what about Tidal, though? You teased this last episode. Uh, I am running a bit late in my... So I set up Tidal on my Mac already. I still need to try the... Um, the mobile apps. Basically, what I saw last week was this new, this announcement from Tidal that they have a new um, model for paying art artists, right? So they're doing they they have announced a couple of things. One that they already started doing. The other half of their announcement is coming into effect next year, 2022. So. Title for now, they they have revised their plans. They now have title free. There's a free version now. Now for context, because this is the kind of thing that we all I think we all forgot. Title is owned by Square. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, this is like this is like Pocket is owned by Mozilla. Yeah. When did Jay-Z sold it to them, right? Yes, I believe. Yeah. Yes. So Jack Dorsey now owns Tidal. Yeah, I forgot that. I forgot that. This is like Pocket being owned by Mozilla. We tend to forget that information. That one I remember because it comes up more often. Okay. All right. So they have a free version now. Then they're doing Tidal Hi-Fi and Tidal Hi-Fi plus i think is the name so they have two premium tiers basically um 
what I like about their announcement is that they are going to um, basically give out 10% of your subscription as royalties directly to the artists that you listen to. And starting next year, you will even be able to... They have this thing that they're rolling out in 2022 called direct, uh, direct to artist royalty. So basically, you will be able to see exactly where your money is going in terms of huh. the actual artists that you listen to. You will get this activity dashboard where you can see all the streams that you've you know, collected for each artist that you listen to and how much money they're making off of your streams. And they also will stop paying out royalties based on aggregated data, which is sort of the industry practice where they aggregate all streams from users. It's very complicated, but basically Tidal is saying... They're going to do saying, it based on actual use rather than... We're going to do it based on actual use. That's pretty cool. Starting next year, you will see exactly where your money is going. So that's pretty cool, I think. So they, they've reinvented readability, is what you're saying. <laughs> Except they will, not send sure. you, they will not send you a check in the mail. <laughs> I'm pretty <laughs> sure this is how uh, YouTube Premium works. Maybe? I think so. Which is a more modern, actually worked version of this uh, of this system. There's a 9 to 5 Mac article that I put in the show notes, um, which is talking about this. And the header image is of when, it, I think it was when Tidal was announced. It's just like the list of people that are on like the, on this stage in this image is just so funny to me. Yeah, Daft like, Punk like, is in the image. Daft Punk, Deb Mouse, Madonna, Jay-Z, uh, Kanye, Nicki Minaj, Rihanna, Usher, uh, Jack White is there, Beyonce is there, Arcade Fire, Alicia Keys, and there's one person I do not know who's standing next to Jack White. I do not know who that is. So it's funny to me. Wait, where's Jack White? He is standing next to Daft Punk. Oh. oh, the guy with the hat? Yeah. Yeah, no idea. I'm going to assume he's a country and western. I'm going to assume the same, yeah. Stephen, who is that? Why would I know? Oh, Chris Martin's calling in over Zoom. That's nice. I'm pleased to see Chris Martin calling in over Zoom there. I have no idea Come who on. that is. Come but on, I Stephen. just figured of the three of us, you would be the most no. likely to know. No. Someone in the Discord's got to know this. Was this the guy who sung at the inauguration? For Joe Biden? I don't know. Anyway, it's funny to me. And that's the end of the title discussion. Uh, you're happy? I mean, are you good? Is this, this aligns with your views, the, the way they're doing the uh, the royalty payment stuff? Is that why? Like, yeah, are you thinking about using it for this reason? I like uh, This is the kind of thing that I like, um, mm-hmm. especially because, like, I've always... So I've always been using a sort of additional music streaming service as a way to trial albums before uh, purchasing them. Now, of course, the thing that has changed over the past year is that Apple Music has a lossless tier. So I I wouldn't have to use an additional streaming service. But the thing is, I really like to use Rune um, with my desktop DAC. So Rune is uh, this music... um, app that runs on my Intel NUC server at home. Um, it's the it's the app that stores my offline personal music library. Mm-hmm. And Rune integrates with two streaming services, Cobuse and Tidal. Uh, 
And so for the past few months, I've been using Cobuse in, inside of Rune as a way to try out albums before purchasing them. But I figured, you know, Tidal is doing these things now. I kind of want to try Tidal too. I want to see what it's like. And unfortunately, there's no Apple Music integration for Rune. I, I don't think that's possible or maybe Rune, they haven't done it yet. Rune is really an incredible piece of software. Um, uh, Quentin, uh, no, sorry. Uh, my, I need more coffee today. Quinn Nelson at Snazzy Labs. Uh, he did an excellent video. I like Quentin. We should call him Quentin. Quentin. We should call him Quentin. Quinn did a... Do you agree, Stephen? That's his given name, I think. No, really? I don't no, know. No, wait. Oh, okay. No, come on. <laughs> Queen did a okay. video about his... Uh, <laughs> Queen did a video a while back. I want to say a few months ago. Maybe it was 2020. He did like a tour of his music setup. And he talked about Rune. Um, so go check out the video for an explanation of why Rune is excellent. It's really an incredible piece of software if you care about your personal music library. But I wish that it had Apple Music integration. And it doesn't. So that's why I need to use an additional streaming service. Jason Aldean, says Tony uh, in the Discord. He's an American country music singer. So I was right. I was like half of it. It was a country and western singer. So there we go. The, the mystery has been solved. This episode of Connected is made possible by StoryWorth. When the holiday season rolls around, you start thinking about finding a unique gift for your loved ones. And finding something special gets more difficult every year. This year, why not give the people you care about story worth? It's an online service that helps you and your loved ones preserve memories and stories for years to come. It's a thoughtful and meaningful gift that helps you connect to the important people in your life. Each week, StoryWorth emails your relative or friend a thought-provoking question of your choice from their vast library of options. Each unique prompt asks questions you've probably never thought to ask, but would be curious to know. Like, what's the bravest thing you've ever done in your life? Or, if you could see into the future, what would you want to find out? After one year, StoryWorth compiles all your loved ones' stories, including photos, into a keepsake book that you'll be able to share with others in your family and revisit for generations to come. And reading the weekly stories can help bridge that distance if you live a long way away from your loved ones. I went through the StoryWorth process several years ago with a family member and it really was amazing what I learned about them. Somebody that I thought I knew pretty well had this wealth of stories and history that now not only I get to enjoy, but anyone can enjoy for years to come. With StoryWorth, you'll know that you're giving those you love a thoughtful, personal gift from the heart and help to preserve their memories and stories for years to come. Go to StoryWorth.com connected and save $10 off your first purchase. That's StoryWorth.com dot com slash connected for ten dollars off your first purchase our thanks to StoryWorth for their support of the show and all of relay fm so we are joined uh by our beats earbuds correspondent uh, mary hackett hi mary welcome back to connected hey thanks for having me back uh, you are our person on the ground when it comes to trying out various fitness headphones <laughs> and uh i believe you have had the what are they called? The Beats Fit Pro, right? That's the new ones that you've, you've now right. got? Yes, the okay. Beats Fit Pro. So let's lay the groundwork. What were you using prior to Beats Fit Pro? So since our last interview concerning the Beats, I have been using the Beats, what is it, 
Pro. Power Beats. Power Beats Pro. Power yes. Beats Pro. Why do they all have Pro There's in so them? There's so many words. I don't know. I also don't like Beats. As I'm saying now, Beats Fit Pro. I feel like I want to say Beats Fits Pro, which doesn't. Yeah, Beats, beats Fits is very hard to say. Like Beats Fits. Beats Fits Fits Pro. That's a completely different thing. All right, so <laughs> we, we we're on the Power Beats Pro. And what what are? Yes, that's what I've been using since. Okay. Since these I'm having to now Google Power Beats Pro, so I know what. The, ah, okay. They're the it's ones the that go chunky, over the ears. Yes, the big chunky case. Um, the cumbersome ear loop that goes over the back of your ear, but they're right. great sound. And I really, I have no complaints since I've been using them. The battery life is still just as good. I can use them for like over a week and I use them daily um, for okay. about an hour and a half. Sometimes one, sometimes both. Um, and I love, yeah, I love them. Really, I think my biggest complaint about them in the beginning was trying to get them in <laughs> okay. and try to put them back in the case because they're such a strange shape. But like anything, you do it enough, you just get used to it. So it's not a big deal anymore. I, I know the angle that I need to insert and then you twist it back and get the good fit. Um, I've been really happy with them, but... It's uh, it change is not my favorite, and um, but I, I wanted to do my job. I really wanted to try the newest Beats Fit Pro, so uh, I did my best. <laughs> I tried them out, <laughs> and I have some things to say. Okay, because I can say from the way that you described your experiences with the Power Beats Pro, it didn't seem like you were looking for new earbuds. No, I was not. Okay, <laughs> but your commitment to your role on this show. Is will eclipse all things, including right? Exactly. Your own preferences. We appreciate your commitment. No problem. No problem. Yeah, there. Um, I start with a little pro and con list. Um, first, just like the Powerbeats Pro, was trying to learn how to fit them in your ear. They have a small. It's not really a loop. It's like a small rubber semicircle, almost like a crescent. Did I call that the wingtip, Federico? Is that what that's they call that? The wingtip, yes, that is ah, the that's the name of it. Thank you. When if we say it's called a wingtip, does that at all feel like the way it looks to you? I don't really know. It doesn't like I don't know when I when you say wingtip, it sounds like something sticking out straight from your ear, which it doesn't do that. I don't. It doesn't look like you have wings. Yeah, they don't look like wings at all. They don't look like wings. They, they don't tip. make you fly. I don't understand <laughs> why they're called wingtip. It's very misleading. <laughs> <laughs> but it actually tucks under like a fold in your ear. Mm. And I was, I don't, I don't know. I feel weird talking about my ears on air, but like I had, I was tucking it in the wrong part of my ear for the longest time. <laughs> and I was like, these are so uncomfortable. Like, oh, and, no. and there's just not a good seal. Why are these in like an updated version of what I have? What I have is so much better. Um, and then I actually was uh, doing something in the car and I pushed it further than I thought I should. And it was like, oh, 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 okay. These are pretty good now headphones now. <laughs> <laughs> They're just like dangling like they're just like just <laughs> merely hanging it's on like it just is the wrong shape i don't know why this works for so many people why did this mm. be sold um but yeah so now that i know how to fit it in it does have good sound i feel like it's it's comparable to the powerboat power beats pro um the bass that i talked about liking so much better with these versus the apple um the Apple ones. Yeah. So the fit is better. Um, but it doesn't, it's just not as secure now that I'm used to the loop. 
um, going behind my ear on the Power Beats Pro. I feel like these, if you're just turning your head, like they're not going to fall out. They're, they're secure in that way because you've got that rubber tip uh, making a good seal. But um, if you're trying, if you're working out and like pulling on hoodies, taking off over shirts, like it falls out every time. Even if I'm like really trying, the wing tip just really gets yeah. in the way. <laughs> they're not going to hold on as well as the Power Beats would. So it's no. like, it's kind of like if you'd imagine you've got AirPods, these are better. The, the Beats fit are better than AirPods for staying in, but Power Beats are going to be better than both of them, right? Correct. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because I guess anything additional to hold on is always better than nothing, but the little wingtip thing, it's not going to be... Like the Power Beats, it's that whole thing. It's kind of like a hearing aid, right? It's kind of how it looks, the way that it tucks all the way over. It really does. Second thing on my no thanks list is that there's no volume control. And that just, it just bothers me so much. I, and I keep like doing a phantom movement to reach up and touch the bottom, touch the button on the top of the, where it would be on the Powerbeats Pro. And there's just nothing there. I'm like, ah, so I've got to stop and go to my phone, wherever I left it or my iPad, wherever I've left that playing something. Cause I, I don't sit a lot and listen to things. I'm usually moving around the house and, um, even in the car. So I don't like that. I have to be with the device that is streaming the audio all the time. That annoys me. Yeah, I didn't didn't really think about that. So the the Power Beats, do they have but, like actual buttons on them? The Power Beats Pro, yes, there's yeah. a button on the top. It's right. it's small, but yeah, you can tap one side of it and volume up, the other it does volume down, right. and then there's yeah. the circle button to stop and stop and start. And the Beats Fit Pro has the, well, actually, it doesn't even have a button. It just presses in the whole bottom section. Um, there's not a, a specific button. Mm, but anyway, okay. you can stop, but you can't change volume. And if you press and hold, it will change the like the noise cancellation, let the sound through, and mm-hmm. get rid of that pressure in your ear, yep. Yep. which is... Again, I mean, like everything, it's what do you want? Do you want to hear noises around you or do you not want to hear anything and only the music or only what's coming through your headphones? Um, it's it's like having nothing in your ear. Like I can hear the dog walking down the hallway. Like I can t- hear her toenails. It's really um, like you can hear everything if you have that yeah, open. Yeah, with the, the transparency thing. Yes. I think they call it. Was that your first experience that you used... Uh, any of these kinds of earbuds before that have the noise cancellation and transparency mode? I only when I had um, very briefly used the AirPods Pro. Is that a feature that you value in any way? Like having Not that really. Function? Okay. Because if I have my earbuds in, I don't want to hear anything else. Like that, right. if I wanted to hear what was going on around me, I wouldn't have headphones in. So, yeah. But I don't work in a, you know, I don't use them in an office space where that could be handy if you have people coming in and out of your your area needing your attention. So do you use these mostly for, like, what, where are you mostly using your earbuds? Is it for uh, exercise and stuff like that? It is. It is. Okay. Usually for, um, for exercise, so no one else is around me, and I want to be able to pump up the volume when I need it. Um, then the other times, so I do use them around the house to listen to audiobook if I'm doing kind of a monotonous task in the house. Um, I don't use them at work because I do have to be 
thoughtful, you know, that would be pretty rude as a teacher. <laughs> I do have to be fully present. <laughs> I'm done with you now. <laughs> Hold on. Let me get to the end of this podcast and then I'll help you. So I don't use them at work, but um, yeah. So for my purposes, I, I really don't need the noise cancellation. It is, I kind of wish there was um, like the AirPods, there was that middle ground where it's not completely um, transparent. It's not the complete transparency, but it's like if, if they sense a voice, then it would open up and you could hear the voice. Am I making that up or was there like kind of an in-between? No, I don't think. So AirPods have transparency mode, which is like you can just choose it, like like what you've and got that. in these. But there are some. Federico, do the Sonys have that where you can, it senses that somebody's talking? Yes. And turns do. it on automatically? Yep. Okay, so there are some that do that, though. Yeah, okay. Okay, that's what I'm thinking of. I, that, I think, would be handy, but I don't need to hear, like, the wind chimes outside while I'm trying right. to hear another podcast. You'd and prefer I could. it to be it more... It was very transparent. Um, more smart about when it's switching between those things. Yeah, that would be nice. That is a good point. I don't. I, that is an interesting feature that I think a lot of earbuds have, but Apple haven't seemed to do that yet. It is. Mm-hmm. It is just like you just choose. And the how, what do you? How do you activate the button? Is it an actual button on the Beats Fit, or is it like a sensor and you have to like tap it? Like, does anything click? It is a button, but it's not. I'm not sure how to describe it. I'm looking at it. It's like it like pushes in the bottom portion of your earbud. Huh. There's not a separate button like on the. Powerbeats Pro, where there's it's round and you right, push it okay. in, um, but you can feel it. I mean, it does it does give. So uh, this is actually interesting to me because I've forgotten. Federico, you got these too, right? Yes, I got this from a service called Big Apple Body. It's a website. <laughs> I am not kidding. That I am is not the kidding. worst context, name. The, I the know. Context varies. You can't get these outside of the U.S. right now. So you cannot purchase these outside of America right now. And okay. I really wanted to try them. And so I found this website called the Big Apple Body. Based in New York, it seems. Buddy, buddy, everyone in the Discord thought buddy. you said body. Yes. Buddy, 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 as in <laughs> Big friend. Big Apple Buddy. <laughs> big Apple Buddy. It's just a, it's just like a big guy shaped like an no. apple. Okay. Yes, and they so it's a, quite a, an ingenious premise. They purchase things from uh, American uh, retail stores, and they ship them to you with an extra fee on top for things that you cannot buy, in, in my case, in Italy. Okay. So I got the Beats Fit Pro in white, and I've been using them for the past couple of weeks. And yeah, so I have them. And, uh, and uh, yeah, I, I have some thoughts that are... Uh, I don't know. Mary, you seem like this would be pretty much a disappointment for you, right? I, I feel comfortable with my Power Beats Pro. I don't yeah. have any reason to change to these. The things right. that bother me about the Powerbeats Pro aren't fixed with this. Other than a smaller case, that's nice. Um, and the really, the, but the sound is the same. Uh, I, the, for function, I really prefer the Powerbeats Pro. The only other thing, <laughs> and maybe this is just a Mary problem, but when I drop it, because it's so slick, trying to get it in and out of my bag or you know, just not realizing that uh, my hands are too full when I'm trying to leave the house. Um, when I drop it, it, the Powerbeats Pro, it pops open and then they both go flying across the floor. 
and you got to go find them. Yeah, they all do this. AirPods do this as well. It's like an explosion. If you drop yes. the AirPods Pro case, I don't know. Every like, time. It's just every single time without fail, they will both fly out in opposite directions. Yeah. yeah. So, so these are improvement in that. If that is your biggest concern with your other earbuds, then then here you go. Beats Fit Pro is just for you. Because I drop when I drop it, they don't go flying. They actually stay in, oh. I guess, because they're so much lighter. And they still have like that magnetic, you know, pull. But so it does fly open, but they stay intact. So that's nice. I like that you've gone full tech YouTuber with us here and you do drop tests now. <laughs> and you're going to do you bet try bend them next, see if they'll break. <laughs> the melting point is actually a little higher. No. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. If you run over them with a car, how do they perform? <laughs> so, Federica, what are your what have been your experiences? Do you, do you do your opinions differ to Mary's? I s- started out and I hated them. <laughs> like I I concur. Got this thing. It's like Big Apple body. What have you sent me over here? This, this sucks. <laughs> I trusted <It's>, you. <laughs> I trusted you. And all my money and the extra fee. Big Apple enemy. And the shipment, <laughs> ship, <laughs> the shipment to Italy. But then I also realized I was putting them in wrong. Uh-huh. And the, like, <laughs> it's not just me. <laughs> you could have spoken up sooner, Federico. Let me sound... Let me sound and feel like a ding dong. There needs to be an ear tutorial, I think, (laughs) on how, what to do with the wingtips in your ear. And now I love them. Now I'm in love. Now I'm smitten in love with this Beats Fit Pro. I, uh, to the point where, and I'm not kidding, I think I'm selling my AirPods Pro. <gasps> wow. Um, so, wow. for context, um, always had trouble fitting the AirPods Pro. Like, I've changed so many different foam tips. Uh-huh. Uh, I've tried, like, th- four different brands of foam tips. And I always have one that is falling out of my ear, the right one. The Beats Fit Pro, I actually prefer the sound. I think they sound better than the AirPods Pro. Um and they are more comfortable. Now that I know what to do with the wingtip, I find them extremely comfortable for me. They never fall out. Uh, I can sleep with them, uh, although I've been trying to avoid doing that after I read a story about a guy who swallowed an AirPod because he went to sleep with it. So that's a different topic. Wait, wait. Yeah. yeah. How did it get from... I don't know. See, I don't know. That's the thing that is really shocking to me. Like, how do you go from sleeping with an AirPod in your ear to having the AirPod in your esophagus? I have no idea. <laughs> I thought you were going to say what I had read, which was a reporter for, I think, Android Authority who was using some Samsung headphones and got a really bad ear infection from them no no this is a different story and then i was reading more and apparently this is like really common with all earbuds that if you use them too much they can give you ear infections and clean them up also like it makes sense you aren't meant to have your ears stuffed full for hours and hours and hours and we drop them and they explode across the floor and we just pick them up and put them in the case and leave the house, right? Ew. <laughs> Ew. This is a different story from a guy, I believe based in the UK, who went to sleep with his AirPods on to, you know, listen to some relaxing music or a podcast, as you do. I have no idea. And then I, I read on the story 
Like I woke up and I was feeling this intense chest pain. And so I went to the hospital, to the ER, thinking that I was having a heart attack. Uh, but it wasn't a uh, heart attack. And they did a scan and they saw this little thing in my, uh, like, in, in, like a, just above my stomach. And basically the guy had swallowed an AirPod and it was stuck there. It's like, okay, I'm... Uh, and I said to myself, I'm never going to sleep with AirPods again. But then I did it like a couple of times. And I like it's a habit that I'm trying to kick. Anyway, <laughs> I really like the sound of this. I love the wingtip. I dislike the fact that they don't have wireless charging. Uh, they do USB-C, which is cool. But I liked how I could place my AirPods Pro on a, on a charging uh, pad. Uh-huh. Um, this you cannot do. And I love the button. I love pressing on the physical earbud itself to uh, play and pause podcasts and music. Is it not like pushing your ear more when you? No, press it's it? fu- it doesn't bother me. So I've been using these Comply foam tips that I bought uh, for my old Sony earbuds. They fit the BeatsFit Pro as well, and they are very comfy. Um, mm. So when I press in on the button, it doesn't bother me. It was bothering me with the default silicone tips when I was pressing. Yes, uh, that that bothered me. But with the foam ones, it's so much better. So and I really like how I don't have to like precisely grab the the stem of the AirPods Pro, which is you know it's not a difficult thing to do, but you still gotta be more careful than just say okay, I'm just pressing this thing on my ear. And you can do it more casually, like you can do it without, you know, I don't know. It feels more reliable for me. I get that. I didn't realize until I couldn't do it on the the Beats Fit Pro that I would actually grab the, the whole section of the earbud rather than when I was going to s- pause it, rather than put just pushing in on the button on my ear, I would steady it between my index and middle finger and then push so that I wasn't having that pressure pushing into my ear. Mm. And I can't do that. On these, so it does it does bother me too. Maybe I just need to find different tips. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've I've really come around to um, with the AirPods Pro that it's there's no button. You just squeeze the little thing, and, and like I'm not pushing into my ear. I, I never liked that with the original AirPods where you had to tap them. Yeah, and like I, I never enjoyed that that like feeling of like smacking yourself in the head. Me trying to control like my uh, audio is interfering with my ear canal in some way. I'm not into that. <laughs> but what I like is that they are clicky, so you hear the little click yeah. when when you it press nice. them. It's not like yeah, you're just with AirPods. You get the fake click. Isn't that just as nice? Yeah, <laughs> but you click? still gotta <laughs> grab them with the two fingers, and you need to to squeeze. True, I don't know. True. I don't know. It's nice, but the, it, it really, the the defining moment of this relationship <laughs> that I have with the Beats Fit Pro is the realization that the wingtip was being put in wrong. So good. Well, there's another thing in our notes here. There's Federico wrote some notes which I just noticed. One of them says, "Gestures kind of suck." One week later, all caps. I love these gestures now. <laughs> so there was a turning point at some point, which is really very good. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. So I really like them, and I think I'm selling my AirPods Pro really easy to sell to people. Of course, I'm gonna clean them up. I have a blue tack um, yep. that I always use. Incredible, incredible. Tool material? How would you call blue tack? What what is blue tack? It's the uh, thing. like a, I don't know. Like uh, Mary, do you know what blue tack is? I don't. Okay, it is like it's the stuff that you put on the back of a poster it, and fix the wall. Is it like a paste? Is it like oh, a, it's like um, 
Yeah, like sticky tack. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. In, in in Europe, I think, and I know in the UK too, it's called blue tack because it's blue. Um, oh, okay. We have to yeah, So yeah, you can use that to get the uh, Federico out of it, which, oh. is, which is good. Uh, I find it strange that um, the Apple products that you physically wear on your body seem to depreciate less than iPhones. And I don't understand... Like, that is the absolute inverse. Like, I've been able to sell, uh, well, I didn't know, it like Apple Watches and AirPods for like really good prices comparatively to other devices. And I figured, <laughs> I had always just figured they, those are the things that people wouldn't want to buy because it's either been in my ears or strapped to my body. But hey, you know. Maybe there are less of them because more are nasty and people are like, oh, That's I'm not going to sell that. Or scratched up. I've scratched two watches. And I, I also think that people want, like, I think for the AirPods, people just want them and they'll take any kind of discount, but still that surprises me. I right, so <laughs> I'm going to take a, a, a poll of the group here then. Uh, Mary, are you, what are you, what is your plan for Beats Fit Pro? I'm going to sell them. You're going to get rid of them? Yeah, okay. I'm not going to use them. So back to Power Beats. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Are the Power Beats Pro your favorite? workout headphones so far or are they just the ones you settled on like do you like them more than the x i think they are yeah i think yes because those are that's the one i had before right that i had like three pair yes yes because because of that they're just not very well made or something went wrong i don't know um but these i mean one pair and when when did we review these uh the power beats let me find out i'll find that out because i can go I just listened to the episode, but I can't Let's remember. See. Uh, that probably would have been in November of 2020, I think. Okay. That was the last time you were on the show. Oh, no, that was for the iPhone 12 mini. Oh, yeah. Um, was it November 2019? Yeah. Oh, wow. November okay. 2019 was when you... Yeah, you know. no problems. In two years, I'm sold. I'm just going to stick with those. I feel like maybe I should buy a backup pair. Now I'm getting kind of nervous. I was just <laughs> going to suggest I think you should buy a backup pair because it's been since 2019 and they've not had any more versions of that product and they keep bringing out different things. Yeah. <gasps> nervous. Federico, what are you going to do? Are you going to you gonna stick with these, you think? I'm keeping them. Yeah, I think okay. I'm keeping them. Um, th- they have all the benefits of AirPods Pro. Uh, with, with you know they have the same chip I believe so the yep. you know when you start up a show on, on Apple TV it says hey do you want to connect to the to the Beats Fit Pro uh, mm-hmm. same with the Mac like all the benefits better sound better fit for me so I think I'm keeping these ones and I'm selling the AirPods Pro can I um can I get a little bit more detail on what better sound like for music yes yes uh, okay because a uh, friend of the show Austin Evans he likes the Beats X which is another uh, Beats in-ear headphone, yeah. um, which don't have the wingtips. It's basically like the Beat Fit Pro without the wingtip. And he yeah. says he finds the bass to be way better on those than the AirPods. Yeah, I think it's way better. I think it's way better than AirPods Pro. And if I were to get a little, even a little more technical, uh, to in my opinion, they have a slightly like warmer sound than AirPods Pro uh, mm-hmm. for things like vocals, for example. Uh, I know that Mike likes, to, now he's going to say, oh, the mids and the, and the highs. The mids, yes. the highs. The, the, the mid, the, I prefer the, the mids. The crunchy range response. I, <laughs> <laughs> I prefer, it's got better bass and a slightly warmer sound, which I appreciate okay. when I'm listening to, especially like 
podcasts you know yeah. lots of you know voices because it's it's a podcast mm -hmm. so yeah. i meant to say beat studio buds by the way not beats x austin likes the beat studio buds oh the studio yes 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 which are very much <laughs> like what you two have been trying but they don't have the little wingtip on them i think aside from that they are effectively the same um i think they also don't have wireless charging i think that's one mm. of the things for those mm. tg yeah. um has sylvia tried these does she like them? Oh yeah, she doesn't like them because of the because of the wingtip. She doesn't. Um, yeah. Does she? Yeah, is she, she putting them in right? <laughs> yes, yes. We, we tried. We tried again. We tried after the big realization. We tried again, uh, but no, she's still. She's like Steven. She just likes the AirPods too. Uh, she's never gonna let them go. Those. So I feel like I'm gonna be the only person on this show or related to this show oh i was gonna say related to the show who uses airpods pro adina has three pairs so like she's she's all set for airpods pro she's the biggest <laughs> airpods pro fan in the, uni in the she never wants to change no. well it was she lost a pair and then i bought and then i bought her a replacement pair because she had two she lost a pair it's like a whole thing she, nobody loves <laughs> airpods pro more than that woman <laughs> Huh. Well, Mary, we'll look forward to the next time uh, Beats release more headphones. <laughs> yes. Uh, so we can have you back on the show. Thank you very much for your continued uh, efforts for the Connected Podcast. Anything for the show. <laughs> Thank you, Mary. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Hover, one of Relay FM's longest-running sponsors. When you have that one big idea, where do you go? Well, your business starts with a domain name, so for many entrepreneurs, Hover is that first big leap. They have over 300 domain name extensions to choose from. No matter what you want to build, there's a domain name waiting for it. They have excellent technical support to answer any questions you may have, and they're dedicated to getting you online, not upselling you. Hover has free who is privacy so the bad guys don't get your information, clean UX and UI, monthly sales on popular top-level domains. It's really easy to see why Hover is the popular choice for people starting businesses. Anytime I have a new project, I start at Hover. All of my domains are there. And if I'm looking at starting something, uh, you know, maybe the title's not fully developed, I can use their tool and find a domain that works all very easily. We all like intuitive user experiences that just work straight out of the box, so I know you're going to appreciate Hover. It's simple, clean, and easy to navigate. Buy your domain and start using it today. Go to hover.com connected and get a 10% discount on all new purchases. That URL one more time, hover.com connected. Make a name for yourself with Hover. Our thanks to Hover for their support of the show and Relay FM. Ho, ho, ho. Happy Thanksgiving. Thanks. That's how that works, right? Yeah. That's how that works. Sure. Ha, huh. Ho, ho, ho. I feel weird that I don't know what happened in the previous segment, but everybody else does. Well, that's, you know, don't leave the room. <laughs> I don't know what to do. You have so much audio gear, you could have just hooked up an extra pair of headphones and just sat there and listened I know. like a little I know. boy. But... but you wanted to go get a snack or something instead, so now you have to deal with all of the yeah. burns. He snacked. I can tell he snacked. I got big, yeah. big snack energy. Uh, we yeah. always know when you snack. Well, what, what, <laughs> no. when did you get some, some carrot chips? What was it? What was it this yeah, time? Yeah, you must have the worst snack. Yeah, it's, it's got the carrot chips. It's got the carrot chips. It's got the zucchini chips. That's some peanuts. What, what, mm, what is dry it? Dry granola. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> peanuts, great. And uh, part of an apple. Paw? Yeah. <laughs> Which paw? <laughs> <laughs> 
do you eat just just the bottom part of the apple? Like, which part of the apple do you eat? I cut an apple up for one of my kids to have at their lunch, and then I just had a couple slices out of it. Oh, wow. You took the apple from your kids? Wow. From the mouth of your child. Wow. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't in their mouth yet. That's gross. Podcast app reviews. I want to talk about this. Oh, we're not there yet. I've skipped massively down in the document. We're not not doing ho, 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 happy Thanksgiving. Yeah. See, I was going to fix it, but now it's got to stay in. So No, that's why I said that. Hmm. So this is foreshadowing of the episode. Foreshadowing. Foresha- yeah, Thanksgiving. Woo! <laughs> it's coming for you. <laughs> we will have Thanksgiving. Okay. I read this story like the other day. character. Uh-huh. And I had to read it many times because it's perfect. And it was also very confusing initially. <laughs> and it was very confusing initially. But it's hilarious to me, which is why I want to talk about it. So recently, Apple started putting in the in-app prompt to review the podcasts app. The podcast app, as you may know, has had a rough year. They rebuilt it, and it was uh, pretty bad, and they really struggled for a while. And they, I think that most of their ducks are in a row now, but it was uh, a hard time for <laughs> for people using that app, I think, for a while. And it's app store reviews... Because it's listed in the app store, because now you can remove Apple apps, you know, that, that whole deal. Um, the app reviews are pretty bad. So I guess Apple thought, well, we fixed it now. So let's prompt users to leave reviews and maybe bring that star rating up. The problem with that is people seem to have misunderstood the prompt. And now... Hey, that's an old show. That's an old show. Hey, oh, that was hey, good. Uh, that was speedy. People seem to have misunderstood, and they are leaving reviews for the podcasts they are listening to as app restore reviews for the podcast app itself. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing. Well, here's right. the question. All right. Did people misunderstand, or did people understand exactly what was wanted of them? What? Uh, what? I don't think that was as clever as you thought it was. Sure what? it was. What did you say? Did people actually misunderstand what they were being asked to do? Or is this why it was put in there? Oh, Was it put in there so it raises the reviews of the podcast app on the App Store? Thanks to the hard work of podcasters everywhere. Yes. This is why this is the this is the great grand conspiracy theory of this. Right. I kind of like it as a conspiracy theory. So what I'm hearing is that we got to go through some of these reviews. Uh huh. So I just opened the app. I opened all ratings and reviews and sorted by most recent. And you start off with some of some some you know, for example, user I'm Joe Biden. This is the oh the, the user Joe name. Biden. What shows does Joe Biden listen to? The username is I'm Joe Biden. I'm Joe Biden. Brilliant list. I would rather he run the country than leave app reviews. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, one thing at a time. Brilliant, brilliant listening, entertaining, and enlightening. Okay, five stars. Wonderful. Four out of five stars. Uh, wonderful conversations. Then you scroll down and they get a little more specific. Jason Whitlock tells it like it is. Five stars. Thank you for... I love this podcast. Thank you for doing this. Five stars. Oh my gosh. The feature review in the US App Store is from about two weeks ago. It says, I'm so glad my friend introduced me to this podcast because now I'm hooked. Yeah, That's the feature review. Five stars. Jason spits fire. Oh. (laughs) 
Tammy, five stars. You're the best listen here in the UK. Give me a shout out, Warren. <laughs> My brain whistles. Two stars. It's a bulleted list. No ads plus free plus Apple equals good. Pop-up review boxes requesting stars for app instead of stars for podcast equals bad mm. move. Apple. Mm. Bad move, And then Apple. they talk about how... Uh, this is, I can't read all this. It's very angry. But lots of things about how the app doesn't work for them. Uh, this is amazing. There haven't been a lot of these these reviews in the UK, is what I'm going to say. Not bad, my friends. Five stars. Love them all. Five stars. That's why we're talking about relay shows. I mean, do you want me to read the reviews? Five stars. Five stars. Five stars. Okay, so this review I don't understand. Five stars. The su- the title of the review is "How dare you." <laughs> and, and the text of the review is, <laughs> you will pay for what you did. Oh, <laughs> but five stars? Like, is that is that an ironic five stars? I don't get it. You'll pay for what you did. They, they give you five stars, so you'll read it. If it's one star, you won't read the review. Five stars. It, it reminds me of like when you get like when you get like trolls on Twitter, when someone like is a hater on Twitter and says something mean to you. You know what I do? I like their tweet and then I block them. But first, I like their tweet. It's like, hey, I see what you're done. Like you're 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 hating. It doesn't. It it bounces off of me. Like I am liking your tweet, and then I'm gonna block you. But first, you gotta see my like. How long do you give before the block, though? Because they couple won't of minutes. See it. Couple. All no, right, they, they they all the have notifications. Like these haters, they all they all have notifications on, right? Right. Here, here's what I think we should do. Okay. I think that everyone should go to the app store mm-hmm. and go to your particular podcast player of choice and leave a review of connected there. <laughs> So I'm going to so review, like, um, I listen in Overcast, I'm going to do five stars, <laughs> and I'm going to leave a review about my favorite Apple podcast. All right, hold on, five stars. Uh, oh, no, it just said thank you for your feedback. That's yeah, you got to do write like. a review. Write a review. Um, Connected definitely is amazing. Definitely not a host. I think this review is I about like Connected. It when they read the rev- the rules. There we go. I, I I found one that I think is about us. I saw this podcast before hitting before hitting aisle three hundred, right before the pink flamingos. I hit play and just said wackadoo and couldn't turn them off. These three <laughs> are an absolute blast and are great at finding gems of an already amazing show. Great job, gents. <laughs> when you said I couldn't turn them off, I thought you meant like they were trying to. <laughs> they won't <laughs> like, stop. I couldn't, I couldn't stop. <laughs> I left my review uh, for Overcast, by the way. Cool. Yeah, me too. This is very funny. So let us know where you leave reviews for our show. Uh-huh. We'd like to see them. You can also actually leave real reviews for our show in Apple Podcasts. That'd be great. What is our star rating on Connected? Would also be good. I mean, our star rating's good, but like some of the more recent reviews haven't been so good. Uh, Why? What are we doing? Oh, yeah. Pe- people don't like the japes. Uh, no. I mean... So, <laughs> I don't care. Do you want to hear him? Do you want to hear him? Okay. All right, go uh, for it. Go for it. Okay. So, here's one. It's two stars. This is from Orlando. It says, it's okay. Uh, <laughs> and they it's say, like, Orlando, Orlando, what is wrong with you? 
Okay. Well, I'd recommend st- sticking to the post-Apple event shows where there's actual news. In recent years, yeah. the topics have slipped into siloed ping-ponging between apps and features that are useful to podcasting and writing for the web. Often wow. they seem dismissive of features or ignoring of apps outside that narrow wheelhouse. To be fair, Federico seems pretty tempered and thoughtful, which definitely shows in the other podcast app stories. We oh. can see who Orlando doesn't like, can't we? <laughs> which, to be fair, I don't write for the web. Uh, so it's not, you know, so really, I, actually, they don't like you, Stephen, because you are a podcaster and a writer, so hmm. Orlando doesn't like you. However, post-event shows are fun, though. Great energy and insightful reactions and questions. So what's, what Orlando is saying, if we take away anything from Orlando. Orlando has complicated feelings, And I think. Orlando only wants the Rickies. And only if Federico wins. That's what I've taken ah, away from that. Sweet, oh, here we go. <laughs> I have yeah, another. I have another. It's one star. Oh. From a smile eleven. Hi guys. Hi. They have zero tolerance for other nationalities, especially when they start talking politics. There is a lot of no. product placement, and then it says something in I think Russian. So, that's that. No. Here's one. Well, that's what it says. Here's one yeah. from Art. It's Rick, but with a two in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. Hey. Forty hey. guys. <laughs> Braid a company for Basecamp wanting to stay off the woke wagon. Oh. <laughs> oh, I love well. your Apple content, but grow weary of hearing your views on politics. Create a political mm-hmm. podcast and get it all of your system there. Or be a decent human being. Also if this option, is supposed you know? to be that outlet, then I apologize and I will just stick with other Relay FM shows. Yeah, but at okay. least he's still yeah. listening. Cool. Okay. <laughs> oh, this person doesn't like Federico. He calls Federico a whiner. Oh no! Okay. Yeah, that's not nice. Oh uh, yeah, look, I have opinions. All right. I so. will just say, Calvin C says, "Jape City five stars." These silly boys always make me giggle. Calvin gets it. <laughs> I wonder if that's the one true son. Is that one of the true sons? So we have four and a half out of five stars, but a lot of the rec- a lot of these ones that are pinned by somebody Apple who doesn't like us are uh, not very nice. <laughs> Victor Victor from the Discord said. <laughs> said he spelled winner wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, okay. Yes, Whining Victor. from yes, G no, Drew in 74. From... At one time, I looked forward to this podcast every week, but I just can't take the constant whining from Federico anymore. Mm. If you like hearing someone tell you how stressful their life is while writing for a blog from the beach, <laughs> this podcast is for you. <laughs> <laughs> if you like hearing an Italian talk bad about America, this podcast is for you. Yeah, I mean, look, it's really stressful to do iOS reviews at the beach. And, and uh, you know, sometimes America's idea of democracy has been questionable. Like, that's my opinion. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know. It's, well, Mike, <laughs> according to Visquist, you've gone full vocal fry. Have they I? They can barely be tolerated to listen to. Oh, no. I don't. Steven doesn't talk enough. And Federico just complains. Okay, so like, what are they like? Um, sorry, discuss. Uh, yeah, you can. Is that what that. we're looking for? Is that what we need? Do I complain too much? Really? <laughs> do I? There are just so you know, <laughs> lots of very nice uh, reviews, but the bad ones are very funny. This is these are very good. These are very very good. I don't think I complain too much. See, that's not fair because like. I love and hate things equally with a passion. Like when yeah. I love something, I yes. love something. When I hate something, I truly hate something. Completely well, hate true. Is not, hate, I don't like hate. I dislike. When I dislike, I dislike with a fiery passion. Yes. I, I feel like I've gotten off too easily here. So here's from Geek in the Garden. This one was back in 2017, so maybe I've changed. 
Uh, I've listened off and on for three years, but I can't do it anymore. Federico is fantastic and was the main reason I tuned in. Steven's great too, but Mike ruins the show with his constant <laughs> snobbery and complaints. I've unsubbed from all of the shows that he co-hosts. <laughs> well, he'll be glad that you're going to be on vacation the next few weeks, so that's good. You and your vocal fry. You're... Mm -hmm. Oh, here's one from Canada Blizzard. Just listen to a two-minute rant against Trump equating him with Hitler. I don't think we said that. I don't think any of us would have said Hitler. Uh, I'm sure I did I at some point. I I'm sure I did. Maybe. Okay. Why did this podcast have to go political and spend two minutes spreading lies about Trump? Come on, guys. You're better than that. Or at hmm. least I used to think so. Please go back to talking about tech. I mean, that was in October 2016, so we may have been a little raw at that point. Here's one from Sarah Nine. This podcast is an absolute must in my podcast feed. So good. You have three guys with three different personalities, which I must say each and every one rocks. Aww. When you put the three together, it's a dynamite conversation. <laughs> Keep dynamite. it going, guys. You are the best. Three exclamation points. That's so good. I, I think we need to do something now that I hear a lot on, uh, uh, I'm going to say normie podcasts, like regular people shows, not in like tech Who's shows, the killer? where they do read the reviews oh, okay. of the, the, that they get in a way to like bump up the reviews. So I think we need to start reading reviews because we're having such good fun here. Why would we not do that? So considering... Well, John Hem thinks that it's uh, another podcast made by Apple fanboys. Well, that's true. So. I don't know what you were expecting, though, really. Uh, would, a, would a fanboy have an Intel NUC? Huh? Would, would a fanboy do that? Mm -hmm. I found a really good one. Yeah. Okay. Good, 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 good. Like, like, like. I like this podcast. Good. I like this podcast. Great jobs, guys. Good, 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 good. Is that good, from good, John Boris' shopping list? <laughs> what, is <that? laughs> what is that? I think that's what it's uh, leaning towards, you know? Good, 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 good. <laughs> that's what dictating a review with Siri must be like, I guess. <laughs> good, 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 good. Good, good, good. Uh, anyway. Uh, so please leave your reviews. You've got loads of reviews to leave now. Leave your review of Connected for all, on all of your favorite podcast apps. And also leave your review of Connected in the Apple Podcast app so uh, we can read them out in future episodes. Mm -hmm. That'd be great. And you and your vocal fry, Mike, you can go on vacation. And uh, the show. So I've got to go rest my voice so the fry will go down. Yeah, okay. So what do we think about the in-app review prompt for reviews? Oh, we're coming back to this discussion. <laughs> so anyway, the <laughs> topic. <laughs> you weren't done, huh? We gotta... I didn't know we were going to read our own reviews. What I really wanted to get to was what what y'all think about the in-app review uh, request panel. Like, I like that it's standardized, but I mean, how do you feel when you come across one? I leave more reviews because of it, but I only ever leave good ones. I leave rating. I only leave good. Like I only leave good ratings. I don't think I've ever left like a negative review on the internet for anything. Every time I open a cool new app in the App Store, they quote you because you cover them on Mac Stories. So you're all over the App Store, right? That's true. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. true. Yeah, that's me. I know. Federico Vatici said. I know. I know. It's always the first one too. It's like you and Gruber and Renee Ritchie. It's because I have a, I have a big personality. That's why. Because it's the passion that does it. Do they ever write when he whines, though? Do you ever see those? As hated by. <laughs> as hated by Federico. <laughs> I think that would have a, an audience. Maybe not as big an audience, but an audience, you know? Uh, so James has said before, I think me and James have actually had this conversation before. 
Yeah, we have had this conversation before. I want to tell you what I suggested to him, and he should implement it. So James is saying uh, the in-app review is awful because there's never a good time to show it, and you can't guarantee it will appear or not. And I made a recommendation to James, right? See if you guys agree with this recommendation. So, like, I think James's problem is when do you show the thing for a calculator app, right? Like, when is a mm -hmm. good time to jump in the calculation? And what I said to him is... If somebody does a calculation multiplied by 12 or 52 and the number's really high, that means somebody just calculated a very good salary. And then you should say, what do you think of this app? Right? So like someone... Maybe you, cal maybe you calculate how much money you're losing. Maybe, but I think I think it's more... Like, <laughs> right? So let's imagine you do like something, something multiplied by 12 and it's like over 100,000. Then just like, what do you think of this app? Like at that point, oh man, I love it. <laughs> It just told me I'm rolling in it, you know? So Yeah. Or if it's over a million, a prompt uh, comes up and says, are you interested in acquiring PCALC? <laughs> <laughs> See? <laughs> See? Or, yes. Or if you roll a D20 and dice by PCALC, that's when you got to ask, like, hey, you know, you roll a 20. Yeah. I believe Apple's uh, Apple has some, like, recommendations around this in their documentation. And basically, their ideal is that you, you call this... Uh, basically, once a user has, quote, demonstrated engagement within your app, so mm -hmm. you want some time to go by, if one of these comes up the second you open the app for the first time, like, you, you're not going to get anything good. Uh, they also say to not interrupt the user when they're performing time-sensitive or stressful tasks and not to be a pest. So allow at least a week or two between writing requests. If I had an app that asked every two weeks, I would find that to be pestering. That seems aggressive. How do you define pest? Well, at least every one or two weeks <laughs> going to Apple. Well, I mean, but it's like, don't be, don't be a pest. Like, it's interesting to me. Like, who's... Don't be a pest in bold letters. I don't mind them. I, I agree with Federico. I, uh, I have these still turned on. I think you can disable them entirely. But I will leave a star rating because you can just do it real quickly and hit submit and... Yeah, I think it's fine. You know, I don't think I was trying to like think over my usage of this. I feel like in the when this first rolled out, it took a little while for developers to kind of figure out when it should happen. And I feel like I, I, there's not really many apps that I use that are too aggressive about it. Craft uh, used to be Craft used to do like their own panel, and especially on the Mac app, I feel like, and it would come up. A lot of apps do this, but because um, you can still do your own, right? And my my favorite slash least favorite is the methodology where a panel comes up and it says, uh, "Are you enjoying the app? Yes or no?" And if you hit no, it prompts you to send them an email. <laughs> and if you click yes, only then does it lead you to the mm -hmm. to the store to leave a review. Mm -hmm. Send us an email that nobody wants to receive and you don't want to have to take the time to write because you shouldn't have to tell us why our application's bad. You know, so that stuff annoys me. But I don't mind the prompt, honestly. Like It was a good show. It's also an excellent joke. And I recommend that developers do this. I think, like, Underscore was talking about this on Under the Radar recently, of, like, there are, I think, too many developers in our circle that are, like, hesitant to add things to their applications that every other developer does. So just do it. Like, hmm. uh, you know, like I interact with these ratings requests constantly, but I couldn't tell you the last time it happened, but I know it happens all the time because I see it from all of the apps that I use. Like, I think that there is an element sometimes of being uh, a little too precious 
about some of these things in our like extended developer community. Like, but the, the, so James is saying, I want to be better than them. There is nothing wrong with this. This is a good thing, right? Like Apple's doing it. I mean, potentially to, to boost themselves, but like this is like a thing that the system does. Like it's perfectly fine, right? It's the same as like- I, I bet most users who encounter this don't even know it's an option that the developer can or cannot turn on. I bet you're right. I bet they think, oh, this is just a thing the App Store does. Embrace things. Embrace things. Like, these are things put into the system for a reason. They benefit you. There's, mm-hmm. there's no downside. Like, there is no downside. People aren't leaving tons of really bad reviews. I'm almost confident of this. Like, and if they are, they're going to do it anyway. Like, you know, I would just recommend doing it. And if people are using the Apple Munch, get some ratings. It helps in the App Store. Do you both look at review scores when you download an app? Like, do you ever look at the score? No, not really. Okay, I do if I'm looking for something. Like, so if I'm, if I'm like searching the App Store for a type of application, and like, and I don't, and I haven't gone there to like, well, let me go find Tweetbot. Like, I'm not checking their rating. But like, if I'm going, like, if I was, for example, is that an example? It was like Twitter app, and I didn't know about any. I would look at them and see if the one is rated really, really highly with loads of reviews. I would check that one out first. Like, that's a I wish that Apple did the thing that Google did. That Google give you a download range as well. I wish that the App Store did that. So they'll say like between this amount or over this amount of thousands or hundreds of thousands or millions of downloads because I think that that's right. like a helpful thing as well. Like if people, have, if it's been downloaded millions of times, it's probably pretty good. So I, I wish they would also do that. And you can do it within a, within a range. I would like that, but hang on. This episode of Connected is brought to you by Text Expander from our friends at Smile. Do you ever type the same thing over and over and over again? Whether it's customer support answers, sales emails, document edits, typing things repetitively or relying on copy and paste can be a burden. And that's where Text Expander comes in. With Text Expander, you and your team can keep your message consistent. You can save time by being more productive, and you can guarantee accuracy each and every time. The way we work is changing rapidly. Make work happen wherever you are by saying more in less time and with less effort using Text Expander. I use Text Expander for all sorts of things. Uh, looking through my library right now, lots of common things that I send people if I'm doing support or even like filling out forms, right? So I have simple things like my address. But one of my favorite things to do with Text Expander is special markdown stuff. So say that I need to put an image on 512 pixels or to embed a YouTube video, I can take what's on the clipboard, insert it right where I need it in Markdown or HTML, then move the cursor so I can type in, you know, a caption for a photo or something. All very easy to do with their uh, with their tools within Text Expander. As a listener of Connected, you can get 20% off your first year. Visit textexpander.com/podcast to learn more. That's textexpander.com/podcast. Our thanks to Text Expander from Smile for their support of the show and Relay FM. Ho ho, I'm back again. <laughs> it's me, the Thanksgiving Robin. 
here to wish you <laughs> a happy Thanksgiving. Okay. <laughs> a merry okay. giving of thanks to each other. No, she was she was on earlier. Oh, that's good. Is that wow. is that a consistent joke in the Do you do like Merry Christmas? Do you do that? Is that like a joke? Sometimes. We're doing a thank what are we doing? <laughs> what are we yeah. doing? A round thanks Robin giving. That's good. Round thanks round thanks Robin giving. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Robin Given. Thanks, Thanks, Robin. Robin gi- Thanks, Robin Given. Round, <laughs> round Robin of thank things. Oh, things that we are thankful for, not things that we are thankful for. Not way what? Also that too. Things that we are thankful for. That's what my brain in- immediately wanted to Thanks say. Things that we are thankful for. Things that we are thankful for. Things. Thanks. <laughs> Please don't review the show based on this episode. No. Of this segment. The whole the rest of the episode was good. This segment has been a disaster so far. Okay. Well, let's uh let's start. Let's warm some hearts and change people's minds. Wait, who goes first? Should we uh do the thing? Oh. Should we do the thing? Yeah. Alright. Yep. You gotta do the what thing. What are we doing? Are we doing uh dice roll or heads tails? Knockout three roll, competition? Three three dice. Three headed dice. Three headed dice. Didn't we realize there is no such thing? Yeah, we did. So he may have added one by now. I'm gonna leave a th- two star review until a three sided <laughs> dice shows up. <laughs> Start with three stars and reduce it every week until I'm, I'm leaving a bad review if it doesn't exist. So are we rolling a four sided dice? He said there is a D three. Okay. Well, I see two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve. Who 20, do we 100. appreciate? So what? Jim I don't know what you're asking me for. Do four, and we'll just ignore four. So um, I'll tap the three dots. Okay, I got it. D three. Uh, we we have to pick who's who. Which right, which ones? Right, right. So uh, I'll be one. Mike, you'll be second. Federico will be third. Okay, I'm three. I'm not no, actually sure no. How this... No, I want to be the number four. But that isn't helpful because I've only got a three sided dice. Oh, now you got the three. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then I'll be three. Okay. All right. So who's what? Who's one, two, three? Me, you, Federico. Yeah. All right. So this is who's going first, right? Yeah. Yes. Two. Two. So that's Mike. Yeah. All right. So now we've got to decide who goes second. So we should do the old coin toss for that one. Okay. That's right. So All who's right. going to go heads and tails? Um, um, heads. Okay. Tails. Damn Mary came is. back to give the the win. I lost the the, the round thanks Robin. No, Stephen, you're second. Huh? No, Stephen chose heads uh, and it was tails. Yeah. yeah, I lost everything once again. All right. Do we have a uh, flexi thanks or are they? All <laughs> Please stand <laughs> for the reading of the Thanksgiving chapter. Read your first bullet point. We'll okay. talk about it and then I'll read uh-huh. my first one. All right. All right, I am first up, I am thankful for... These are not in order, all right? Uh, first up, I am thankful for... <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> Apple. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> Just behind the scenes hey, is before... before don't spoil. Something else. Don't spoil. I, I just said one thing. You're spoiling my things. <laughs> you need to bleep that out in the show now. We'll see. Oh, God. No, you got to bleep it. Come on. I'll just go in there and start pulling out your stuff. Is this how we're going to play this? This doesn't seem like a very thankful situation so far. Read read your first. Apple yeah, modernizing uh, much-loved products yeah, like that's the not MacBook Pro. Enough. 
That's and the iPad Mini. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that is my first one. Uh, I think that that's been one of my favorite trends of the year. Is it's not necessary. Like some people say, like, oh, Apple returning to the pros. And that's not what I'm care. I care about. Or like, I just love that there were two products that were getting a bit long in the tooth, and they were much loved. Right, the, a good laptop, a good old laptop, and good old iPad Mini. And they've done a really good job this year of making two products that are super great. And I'm using them all the time. And it's like changing uh, how I use computers every day because I'm using these two things most of the time. And I love them. Uh, up first for me is our record-breaking St. Jude campaign this fall. Raised $701,000, million in three years. We said at the time, but totally beyond anything we ever expected. And so thankful that everyone gave and and supported and promoted it. It really was an amazing month in September. It was a great activation, as they say, mm-hmm. in the in the mm-hmm. in the biz. Uh, I'm thankful for shortcuts for Mac. I I wasn't expecting to be having so much fun with this. Uh, I feel like this opened up like a, like an entirely new area for what I do. Mm-hmm. It's the kind of shift that you know. It, it has brought back a lot of creativity in me. Like I've been feeling very much inspired lately because of this. Uh, like I'm constantly thinking of new ideas. I feel like I'm doing a. Uh, I feel like I'm doing my job. You know, I feel like I'm doing a service to my readers and to people who listen to our shows in in coming up with these new ideas for shortcuts on the Mac. I feel like I feel like I'm. I'm at least I hope that I'm helping more people um, use their computers better. And, and save time and be more productive and more efficient. And so I'm really thankful that Apple uh, made this possible this year. Um, you know, whoever pushed for this application to exist on macOS, thank you. I'm, I'm glad it's here, despite the fact that it's buggy and it's problematic right now. Um, mm. There are so many bugs, but I know that Apple is working on it. I know they're fixing it. It's getting better in the betas. So it will get better. It will be I don't want to say perfect. It will be better eventually. And, you know, starting from the next update, uh, those problems, they will go away over time. Uh, what, what sticks is the fact that this app exists and it's the future of automation everywhere now, not just on iOS and iPadOS. And so I'm really thankful that that's, that's what we got uh, this year. We were talking about this a little bit in the pro show, which you can go to getconnectedpro.co uh, to hear about. But yeah, it is really interesting that it's it's enabling you some different areas to play around with um which is which is super fun and everybody will benefit from when you share all your great shortcuts all right so back to me again yes Mm -hmm. keyboards of course i love keyboards uh i love building keyboards i love customizing keyboards i love typing on keyboards in that order (laughs) of things that uh, that that is in order uh i really enjoy i play around with this stuff all the time i stream kind of like once a week or so doing stuff and, and and it's i don't know i've met new friends this year like I've, I've made new friends because of uh this new hobby of mine which is really great as well as just like my general um uh level of confidence when it comes to electronics and stuff like that has increased because of this and i've learned new skills that i didn't have before um and it's also just really nice to have a new hobby um that i don't have a podcast about and isn't related to to like the the work that i'm already doing and it's just my little thing that i enjoy to do 
and uh, it brings me uh, great pleasure being able to have something new to be interested in. Uh, this It started in 2020, but it became very serious <laughs> in 2021. And uh, now I've convinced Stephen to build a keyboard, and he seems to really like it. So you're next, Federico. Mm, we'll see about that. Oh, I'm going to... You You just wait. You just wait. My next one kind of combines the, the two things that, that y'all said, but I'm just really glad that Apple is back to caring about the Mac. feels like they lost the the plot there for a little while, especially on the hardware side. And we are now, assumedly, like halfway through the Apple Silicon transition, and I couldn't be more impressed with what they're doing hardware-wise. And while there are software issues to address, I think overall, macOS Monterey is in pretty good shape. Federica, like you said, Shortcuts has like unlocked this new era of Mac automation, and that's really exciting, too, that Apple is not only making the hardware good, but making interesting moves on the software front as well. They can always do more, but I have been just really happy with where the Mac has been for, you know, for about a year now, starting with those M1 Macs last November. And I'm just really excited about what the future is going to bring there. And um, yeah, it's just it's a fun time to be a Mac user. And that has been a kind of a difficult thing to say for several years so i'm glad that it's the case um back to me uh i'm thankful for uh vaccines i'm thankful that that vaccines have been made that they exist um i remember when when the pandemic started how far away uh any potential solution or remedy seemed to be like we were saying no we're going to have vaccines probably in a couple of years. We're going to, you know, this is going to be uh, the problem for the next couple of years now. And it, it took, you know, I, I've been reading some stories about, you know, the people who have been working, you know, starting from early 2020 on on studying COVID, on studying a potential solution with the vaccine. And the incredible, you know, the, the incredible research and and behind it and how many people the long hours you know different companies trying to sort of find a solution in an accelerated time frame as a pandemic was you know taking over the world it it must have been it was an incredible effort and i'm thankful for vaccines not because of the i mean obviously you know i'm into science science you know saved my life before and so i'm biased for science of course and i think it's cool i think it's objectively like it's a it's objectively like the nerd (laughs) in me says yeah vaccines are cool they're neat you know it's it's neat technology being applied to to the human body but i'm also thankful for what it enables which is seeing my friends again spending time with them in person again doing things together again and now obviously they're not perfect right uh, nothing is at the moment and there's still so much and I'm, I'm speaking you know I live in Italy and I see the things happening in my country there's still so much confusion when it comes to you know the, the vaccination card that you get we're changing regulations every week but that's the thing right we are living in a situation that was never a problem it was never a thing before and we are adapting as we go and the scientific community is adapting, our governments are adapting. And the thing is, you know, looking at the, the raw numbers, the raw statistics, 
vaccines are saving us. That's why I'm so grateful that I, I got my two shots. Uh, hopefully, you know, knock on wood and everything, I should be able to get my third shot soon. And I'm glad that, you know, again, knocking on wood and everything, it seems like I will be able to spend time, you know, this Christmas, this holiday season with my extended family uh, again, you know, and we're all vaccinated. I remember last year was no fun. It, it, it wasn't good. And so please, if you can, you know, get a vaccine, get it done, uh, read, a, read about it, uh, you know, educate yourself if you're still skeptic. Uh, but yeah, I'm thankful that this is this is possible now, and it, it'll only get even better as more and more research is going into this field. The mRNA vaccines are really interesting. Like now that so much money has been and attention has been plowed into them, right over the last couple of years, since the technology has been around for a while, like there's a possibility, and work is being done that they could be used for cancer and AIDS. Yeah, and, and it's kind of incredible. Uh, it could be the real silver lining that comes out of these horrible two years is that science has hopefully taken a huge jump you know, because the entire world needed research into one very specific thing. Is it my turn again? I've forgotten how round robins work. All right, so uh, the one that Stephen attempted to spoil earlier and was a real meanie. Uh, time with my wife, Adina. It's been my uh, the upside of not going anywhere for a long time. Like we've had a we've this is the longest stretch of uninterrupted time that we spent together because I used to travel a lot right and she used to travel too and we wouldn't do that together sometimes, um but we've been together the whole time and uh, I really love it which is great really just <laughs> guess it's how nice. it should be but I don't know I don't know if it's always as simple as that I know different people have had different struggles during this time and yeah um we've only grown stronger during this period and I don't. Nice. No, if that's you know, I know that it's difficult, but uh, I've really valued it, and it's uh, we had to, you know, we're all going, th we're still going through it, and it's still rough, and, and all that kind. But like this, that's been my overall thing that I've taken away from this whole couple of years uh, that I've really valued. That's yeah, that's very sweet. Yeah, it's, uh, I'm happy for you guys. Thank you. Yeah, I'm I'm thankful that I haven't had any like COVID tragedy in my immediate family. I've got friends who have lost people or have had, you know, parents in the hospital for long stretches of time. Mm -hmm. But here in the Hackett household, everyone came, has come through it okay so far. And now our youngest two have their first dose of vaccine, which is great. But it's a scary world. And the, the sheer numbers of it mean that a lot of people have had a real tragedy. And I'm thankful that we, uh, that we haven't. And so... I don't know. I was thinking about the last two years, and Mike, I agree with a lot of what you said. You know, uh, our kids were home for a, a long time, and Mary was home because schools were virtual, and uh, that was a a really like a good thing for a ter terrible reason. Is kind of what I keep yep. coming to in yep. my mind, mm -hmm. um, and that you can see good in it, even though overall the situation is is pretty bleak at times. Mm -hmm. But you know, we've been able to to pull through it, and that's something I'm. I'm glad for. I've been in the same boat as you. I also luckily have had no uh, personal COVID tragedies, which I kind of can't believe. <laughs> Honestly, like it, it, I, I can't believe it, it missed uh, my family, but it has, which I'm very thankful for. Yeah, and in keeping with the with the sort of family round here, uh, I, I'm just uh, I'm echoing what what Mike and what what you said, Stephen. I'm thankful for you know spending time with Sylvia. 
uh, this past year, uh, doing a lot of things together. And also, uh, I'm, thankful for, I'm thankful for my two dogs, uh, Zelda and Ginger. Dogs are the best, man. Dogs are incredible, right? Um, Better than girlfriends? Well, dogs are better than humans in a lot of ways. Uh, that's, you know, uh, with time... So what you're saying is yes to my, my question? Well, I love all of... Uh, you know, <laughs> I love the three of them <laughs> unconditionally. Differently. Differently, but dogs are, dogs are uh, unequivocally the best, you know? They, dogs love humans and they expect nothing in return. They just love, you know, you know, you can be a criminal, you can be, you know, you can be the, the best person on earth, you can be the worst person on earth, your dog is still going to love you. Um, and that's, that's the beautiful part about dogs. Um, uh, unconditional love. And um, I'm, I'm so glad that I got to spend a lot of time, you know, the, the four of us, uh, the, our, our family unit, if you will, together for the past year, we went to the beach, we had a lot of fun with Zelda and Ginger at the beach. Uh, and of course, I'm, I'm thankful that Celia played a huge role in in the the next item on my list that I'm going to talk about later. But broadly speaking, um, you know, uh, her design work for everything Max stories and the club and, and the podcasts, like she's incredibly talented. And so I'm thankful that we get to spend time together and to do things together professionally. So that's uh, that's something that I'm really grateful for. I am grateful for Real AFM members. Woo! Uh, I love all of our listeners, um, but members help uh, in a new and important way for us. Uh, me and Stephen were just talking about this a couple of days ago, um, that it has, it's just been nice. Sp- we have had a full year of this, like a, like a full calendar year now, you know, of, of the new membership program with the direct show support. And it's made a big difference uh, for the way my like general nervousness for running a small business because advertising still good has been inconsistent in 2021 still, uh, which is not, I don't think is a surprise. Uh, so having a level of consistent uh, income, which I know is there has been a real weight off my mind and has allowed me to focus my attention in other ways to where it was at like certain points in 2020, where it was just kind of like running around with my hair on fire, just trying to hold everything together. So I'd be very, very thankful for that. Um, so uh, if you are a member, have been a member or will be a member, uh, thank you. Uh, one, one for me is my new studio space. Uh, something that I wanted to do for a long time and I was able to kind of put enough, uh, enough funding together to do it. And, it's just it's really nice to have uh, space to create at home and and not have to go out. I've worked at home now for six years, and that is something that I I, I still am so excited about. And and having twice the square footage to do stuff in, like uh, this morning, I I shot a video that'll be up next week, and you know I could I could leave stuff set up overnight because it wasn't in the middle of the floor, mm. you know, it wasn't, mm. it, it wasn't on my desk. And that has been, um, that's been really nice. And, you know, the bummer is that no one's gotten to see it yet, but as hopefully as travel starts to open up and, um, Mike, hopefully you can come to Memphis at some point and see it. I'm looking forward to sharing it with you. Will you give me a desk again? Cause I think you took my desk away. I did. There's, there's still a, a second desk. 
Take my desk away. away. <laughs> <laughs> I will echo you there, Stephen. Actually, because like Mega Studio, I've actually used it for a full calendar year uninterrupted. Whoa. It's really, it's great. <laughs> uh, you know, like had this place for two years, one year, didn't use it. Uh, and so I've used it for an entire year now. And it is really nice to, to have that space, which I will say like echoing back to earlier, like, me and Adina are independent people as much as we are together, but having a space where I, sometimes I can come away, lets her do her thing, I do my thing, and then we're back together in the evening. So I think that's also only helped towards that whole thing, that I can come here, do what I need to do, and you know she can join sometimes, or when she doesn't want to, she doesn't have to. So mm-hmm. Rather than like the two of us, as I'm sure many people can uh, appreciate, being on top and trying to work in the same environment isn't the same, right? And so mm-hmm. being able to work in different environments and not bother each other uh, is good. I think my work, all of our work, is an annoying work for the people in our lives if it's happening in the same uh, place because we make lots of noise. I am thankful for our successful relaunch of Club Max Stories and all the people who signed up for it. Um, it, it was really, it was kind of scary as, as a thing to do. We've been investing so much time and money into tearing down everything for Club Max Stories and building it back up. With, the, with you know, We built our own CMS. Uh, we, we built an entire system that we are now applying to Mac Stories. But last year was really challenging for a lot of reasons when you're building something from scratch. You know, you, your own proprietary tech. And on top of it, you are changing how you're asking people to give you money. It's a scary thing to do. It's a scary combination of things, the technological aspect and the business aspect of it. And so I'm really thankful that that it went so well, that, that we found so many members who were on board with the idea of having this new website where they can read our content and save our content, where they can have another community where they can chat to other users, um, you know, it was a it was a long project and it was exhausting and of course I'm really thankful to Sylvia for doing such an incredible job with the design of it all and to John you know you know we mentioned John often on on the show here for the japes and everything but John really is an amazing partner for Mac Stories he does a ton of work behind the scenes uh, some of the things that I hate doing John does and it you know keeps the machine running smoothly uh, and of course Alex for building such an incredible custom tech and foundation that is going to be at the center of Mac Stories 5, which is our next big big project that we're working on right now. So um, I was scared and afraid, but I also knew that it was the thing we had to do. Like I couldn't, whenever I find myself in these situations and, and I try to think, is there any other thing that I would rather be doing right now other than this? And when the answer is no, I know that it's the right path for me. And so I'm really thankful that the new Club Max stories went well, that it's going well. And uh, we have some really fun things in store for the future when it comes to Max stories integration. So yeah, I'm, I'm glad that that's done and that it's been done well. Uh, and finally, I am thankful for my incredibly successful Ricky year. Uh, uh, oh, multiple wow, Ricky wins. Okay. Was the consolidated champion for the vast majority of the year was just like a real, just absolute barnstormer of success for me. Uh, and I'm very, I'm very thankful for my own brain and my own courage. You, li- you are literally thanking yourself. 
I'm thanking myself for how good I am. Wow. Nobody else is going to do it. Uh, I am thankful for everyone we get to uh, work with to pull this thing off. We have amazing hosts across our our many, many podcasts. Most of the podcasts on the network, Mike and I, aren't on. Uh, we we work with a bunch of people who make amazing things week in and week out and who are then uh, willing uh, to put them under the, the Relay FM banner. And as the network has grown over the years, uh, it's just been amazing to work with people who uh, some people I've known for a long time and looked up to, other people have just gotten to know, and uh, I'm so excited and encouraged to show up every day for work uh, with our amazing hosts uh, and the team behind Relay. So we have both uh, Kathy and Carrie who are doing a lot of things behind the scenes to keep the company moving forward, and uh, it's, a, it's a real honor to get to work with them as well. I would also like to thank Jim Metzendorf for all the editing that he does for us. All the great editing. If you listen to a show and it sounds like it's edited well, Jim did it. Jim, pro- <laughs> Jim did it. <laughs> uh, and also the the mod team in the Relay members Discord is an amazing group of people. Uh, the Discord has been just a real joy over the last year, and having a team of people who uh, we work with to make sure that it's safe for everybody, but to also push the community forward in new and interesting ways to having ideas that Mike and I to have it come up on our own, uh, to see that, that group of volunteers, like really take ownership of it has been absolutely amazing and humbling that people have put so much time and energy into, uh, keeping the discord, uh, the place that we all want it to be together. And so it's a big thumbs up for our mod team as well. Yeah, the the Discord is a lot of fun, and I'm sure Federico can uh, will agree for the Max Stories Discord too. But it's also a lot of work. Like, yeah, it, it yeah. takes time and effort to build a community that's enjoyable to be a part of. And uh, Stephen and I are definitely not the people that put the work in on that. So we have a very kind group of people that help us out. And lastly, I'm thankful for um, I put in in this list good headphones lossless music and music in general like i'm thankful for you know we got some really great music in 2021 and especially in the past month you know between you know our uh, some artists that i love from adele of course adele's new album is just incredible yeah. hey follow up that adele album's good <laughs> <laughs> follow up it's really good you know uh, ed sheeran uh churches we got this year we got the oasis uh, live from 1996 uh you know all kinds of music that i absolutely love you know silk sonic i'm in love with the silk sonic album um and i'm thankful for uh you know for for this hobby that i have you know having good audio equipment having you know multiple choices when it comes to headphones and you know being being able to sit down, you know, whenever I want, enjoy some music with really good headphones. It's something that brings me joy. And so I'm thankful for, for, for you know, music, <laughs> like for, for the fact that we, you know, despite all the problems, you know, with the pandemic and the lockdowns, I'm thankful for the fact that some of my favorite artists were still able to produce some incredible music. Maybe maybe because of the problems, right? Maybe because of that. Yeah, I think you're and right. And so mm-hmm. the fact that 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 I have new music and that I can enjoy that music with headphones that I love, um, you know, it's something that makes me happy. So 
to close out this list, thankful for music and the the the, gr- the songs we're singing. Thanks yes. for all the joy they're bringing. Who can live without it? <laughs> Stephen, anytime you want to take over. Okay. I just want to see how long you were going to go. I ask in all honesty, what would life be without a song or a dance? What are we? So I say thank you for the music, for giving it to me. This is the, this is the official song of Round Thanksgiving Robin. If you want to find links to the stuff we spoke about, head on over to our website, relay.fm slash connected slash 373. While you're there, you can get in touch via email with feedback or follow-up. You can also join, become a member of Connected Pro, and get longer ad-free versions of the show each and every single week. You can find us all online. You can find Mike on Twitter as I-M-Y-K-E. Mike, uh, anything you want to plug this week? Uh, no. Cool. I'm going away, man. This is my last thing for vacation. I ain't thinking about nothing. I'm thinking about... We're trying to drag it along so you can't can't leave yet. Nothing. Uh, you can find Federico on Twitter as Vitici, V-I-T-I-C-C-I. He's the editor-in-chief of MacStories.net. Federico, what's coming up over there? Um, I'm working on I'm working on this shortcut for Safari reading list that I mentioned in the pre-show. And uh, MacStories selects are coming up. Our annual awards for the best apps are coming up very, very soon. I'm finalizing my sections. All the all the winners have been selected. The awards are being produced as we speak. Mm. They are being printed, whatever you know, uh, whatever the process is called. I have no forged. idea. <laughs> forged. <laughs> they are being forged at the moment in America. So you know, it's uh, oh, made in the USA. Made huh? in the USA. Yes, and uh, yeah, gonna have eagles on the back. Yeah, that we have. We have some changes this year. I'm very excited about it. We have new art as well. So they're gonna be amazing. So I'm. Is this gonna be like Max Story Select Award 2021, like in brackets? You know, or yeah, or see. new Max Story Select Award. <laughs> You'll see, you'll see, you'll see. It looks amazing. Of course, it's all thanks to Sylvia. So, yeah, that's coming up very soon. Not in November, but very soon. December, then. Well, we'll see. Yes, it's December. (laughs) (laughs) I try to be be cagey about it, and I failed. I want to be mysterious and... Yeah, it's it's December, right? It's December. Can you guess? (laughs) Just can you guess? Yeah, it's, it's next month, okay? But it's before Christmas, so, you know. Okay. Quite soon. Soon, but not yet. Soon, but not someone yet. Someone used to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can find me on Twitter at ISMH. I host a bunch of other shows here on Relay FM and I write at 512pixels.net. I have a new video coming to the 512 YouTube channel next week about a feature in macOS Monterey that I found that has been untouched since the classic macOS. It's a lot of fun. Well, we break it. You're breaking some news here? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Can't wait. A thing that's 30 years old is still around. Expose. Exactly the same. Uh, you can, uh, yeah, like I said, you can join, you can follow us, you can send us feedback. Oh, you should rate the show in Apple Podcasts. Mm-hmm. Just go do that. We'd really appreciate it. I have a podcast that I'm listening to right now, and uh, it's Talking Sopranos. It's really good if you like Sopranos. 
and they do the credits at the end, and every single time the the one of the hosts calls it Apple Music, subscribe to us on Apple Music, and every time I laugh, every single time they say it, and every single time I laugh, they're you like, just send them an email. Go to Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Music, and every single. Time. I was like, no, has nobody told him? Like, which I just find funny. No one's told him. That's that's rough. Uh, I'd like to thank our sponsors, Storyworth, Hover, and Smile. Thank you to our members. And until next time, guys, say goodbye. Arrivederci. Cheerio. Bye, y'all.